This is episode number 474 of the Health and Fitness Podcast, brought to you by Inner Fight in association with Smith Street Paleo. Hop over to smithstreetpaleo.com, check out the meal plans, check out the products, and order away. Drop them an email, hello at smithstreetpaleo.com. They would be absolutely delighted to help you out. This week, we do not have a special guest. Well, we are, we're both quite special people, mate. So. <laughs> hey, you're doing something quite special at the moment. How are you feeling? I actually feel good. And this, the topic that we're gonna, we're gonna hit this week probably, um, probably ties in quite well, yeah. um, with, with, yeah, with things. Yeah, mate. I'm, for, as of recording, I've done 18 marathons in 18 days. So For the listeners that don't know, you're at the moment doing the Dubai 30-30 challenge, which you are doing 30 marathons in 30 consecutive days. Yep. No <laughs> rest days. <laughs> There's no rest days. It's actually, mate, it, 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 it's quite funny because I said that to someone. I was like, you know what? When you... When you work out or when you work for the week, you focus. You're like, yeah, I can, I can get up at 4.30 every day. Yep. That's all good. And you probably look forward to the weekend or the following, in our job, maybe the following random Monday that you don't have anything. And you're yeah. like, I'm going to sleep in that day. And I haven't had that. <laughs> <laughs> and you won't have that for a little bit. So. I've only got 12 days to go, mate. But yeah, we won't, I won't have that. But it, it's quite funny as well because I wake up, um, like we start. I get up, my alarm set for 4.19 pretty much every day, but I, like this morning I woke up at three minutes to four, so I'm, okay. wa- I'm waking up early, but I'm actually, I'm, I'm in bed for at least eight or nine hours, okay. so it's, um, yeah. <laughs> well, it ties quite good into today's topic, which is yeah. what's the right diet, because nowadays yeah. there's so many diets out there, and it seems like they keep popping new diets up, which is yeah. a different name, but you know same kind of principles i think so mate and i think that's that's one of the things like we've we're going to sort of talk over four or five different diets here but you know we we there's definitely we have definitely not got them all like no. i was talking to some some people uh when, when actually when i was running this morning about a certain sector of, or se- group of people in a certain part of india that omit certain things in their diet two of them being um, garlic and onions they omit that from their diet because they, they reckon it brings poor energy and enable uh, disables them from getting into a into a meditative state so <laughs> we're only going to hit we're going to hit three or four or five different ways of eating but mate there is so many yeah. so many out and there so many small sections of each so yeah. like we have vegan or vegetarian and yeah. there's like 10 under categories almost. Yeah, yeah exactly. But, you know, let's dig into it. We, let's jump we've in. We've made a list over paleo, vegetarian, vegan, carnivore, yeah. high f- or keto diet basically. Yeah, keto, high yeah. fat, low carb sort of stuff. And I think I think obviously what we've tried to do here, mate, is we've tried to hit off the, the diets that generally people are using talking about obviously my other company Smith Street Paleo and the show sponsor we got to speak about those guys but what we've I think that's one of the diets over the last I would say like 15 years that's yeah. probably been quite consistent it's Agreed. not it's not new to the party it's not oh. fat it's like CrossFit <laughs> yeah it's like CrossFit it's been around for at least two minutes um, but then yeah I, I think one of the biggest what I've seen mate is the biggest sort of fad diet last year I guess it was veganism this year it's definitely be in the keto diet yeah. as well so mate we'll look forward to uh to, to to digging into them mate but i think one of the things that we we should really kick off with is that actually all of these diets or ways of eating that we're seeing they they have a lot in common right yeah i mean the main thing is that 
they promote natural food and they're all very straightforward. Yeah. They don't require you counting your macros or yeah. weighing your food, which is something that really knocks people out. Yeah. And they're all easy like they're all ways of losing weight. Yeah. They're all ways of putting you in an almost natural calorie deficit. Obviously, yeah. training and a lot of other things plays a big factor here, but generally speaking, yeah. most of these diets are all about calorie deficit. I want that and that's I think that's one of the biggest things. I think if people are wondering like what's the right diet for me, like you, you can obviously the guy a guy who's super big on this at the moment about calorie deficit is a guy called James Smith. That's yeah. all he believes and you know, the thing is is that why the reason why if we talk about aesthetics more than performance so just looking at people getting to look better and and not overweight the main reason you've become overweight is because you've been living in a state of calorie surplus you've been taking in you've been eating too much food for the amount of activity that you've been doing so essentially most of these call them diets i prefer to call them like veganism vegetarianism is actually they're a way of life it's a way of living yeah. and that's actually the roots paleo the paleolithic era that it's the roots of that it's, it's a way of life it's not really a diet but what they all do is they control the amount of calories that that you have in yeah. and i think another thing that you said mate is that they're all about natural food yeah. and i know you've got some thoughts on 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 natural food and unnatural food that we're seeing in the world these days exactly Let's uh, let's take into the first one, paleo. I mean, we're huge on that here. Yeah, we have a company here that provides paleo food for a lot of our members and a lot of the community in Dubai. And in general, paleo food has been associated with CrossFit for quite a long time. That's yeah. something they have been promoting. You know, from their side, at least they did yeah. that a lot in the beginning. Yeah, they did, and they didn't know, mate, because when when it first they promoted paleo but they also promoted what was called the zone diet which is a massive going back to our talk about calorie deficit is just a massive way of controlling zone is all about blocks of food yeah and it's a little bit complicated like Like, one block equals this amount of protein fat and exactly carbs and you have to have whatever so that was the original thing in in crossfit when it when it came to like the question would be what's your what's your theory for eating but what they did say is they said eat fruits vegetable no what what's the crossfit uh it's the 100 they have like 100 words of diet or something. yeah 100 words for diet uh, meat uh, meat and chicken we'll we'll get it we should we should have actually had that we should be more prepared we actually got a load of notes and if you guys don't think that we're prepared i'll email you all the notes for this show we, this is the <laughs> show that we probably researched the most so let's not look silly whilst we don't have the, yeah. the nutrition Eat meat here we and go vegetables nuts and seeds some fruits little starch and no sugar there we go bang pretty straight and and that's i actually think it might be on 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 the wall over there it used to be yeah it is vegetables nuts we see we should we should have had it anyway we digress um that is that's really the premise of of paleo the paleo diet it comes from a the paleolithic era and i think this is if we could argue against it mate and I'm, i'm interested to get your thoughts on this like a lot of people are saying that paleo the paleolithic era people ate like that because that was what was available they could go out they could hunt they could grow hunter and and gatherers they were were hunter and gatherers but now as humans we've changed so do we demand different things i actually just wrote uh, read a quote from rob wolf who has the paleo podcast right massive massive podcast yeah super good show as well and um 
he was explaining that our diet and our life is like a hundred yard football field and 95.5 of this football field we've been following this kind of diet which has shaped our genetics and how we respond to food and the last five or half yard of that football field yeah. is what we're doing today where we're changing everything up and eating processed foods right and so basically he's he says that our genetics are not responding super well to to this kind of food and that's why paleo is a great way of living and, and eating basically right right so i don't know if i i can agree 100 percent with it it's Arguably, it's the biological way of eating, and it's yeah. been for many decades. Yeah. Um, it has been changing over the past, you know, many years. But I think the thing that's that's made it change, though, mate, and and this is, I think this is quite general chat, but it's it's super important. Is that humans have made the diet change because of the way that we've demanded things and yeah. the way that economics work? People, you know, people want to walk into a. a the budget supermarket and buy a pizza for a dollar yeah like and take it home and, and and cook it and pretend it's good food like so i don't think like i agree with you i don't think we've changed much. we have changed as humans but not much we've changed as humans in the way that we've become like a, a lot heavier than we've ever been the average weight of a, of a male now is a lot more than it's ever been because that's because we're fatter than we've ever been yeah. so it's not and that's why rob wolf and it's the the podcast that you want to listen to guys if if you want something and and i've got a few different podcasts that i can actually pick out for each of these diets the paleo solution is rob wolf's podcast yeah. it's been around for Ever. It was him and Ben Greenfield were some of the first guys that I listened to when podcasting sort of came out. And he, he really knows his stuff. And he's, he's obviously done a lot of work behind paleo. So it's, and that's where I think that argument as well, I, I agree with you, is a little bit flawed that, you know, it, it's not really, we're not, we've not changed. We've only changed because of the way that we're eating. Um, mate, let's go into what paleo, um, what, so, what we should be eating is meat, fish, eggs, vegetables, fruits, nuts, seeds, herbs, spices, healthy fats, and oils. What do we avoid within paleo? Processed foods, sugars, soft drinks, grains, most dairy products, legumes, artificial sweeteners, vegetable oils, margarine, and trans fats. So quite a lot of things. And, you know, a lot of those things that we're getting put into kind of buying in the supermarket. Yeah. The, that, you know, we all are getting tricked into, but yeah. that we couldn't access back in the day. Yeah. So it's all these new foods that originally wasn't there, but now is a huge thing. And, yeah. you know, even freaking the government are pushing it yeah. because it makes a lot of money for the state. Exactly. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things and, 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 and what we hear, like people like Rob Wolf saying a lot, you know, if, if it looks like it was made in a factory or if it comes in a tin yeah. or in a can, then don't eat it. And, you know, not, another one, and this is actually in, in, in our nutrition guide for the running academy, is, you know, if you, if you can't kill it or you can't grow it, don't eat it. Yeah. So, you know, you can't grow sauce. No. You, 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 you don't grow sauce. It's additives, it's preservatives, it comes in a jar. So, so stay away from it. But, mate, I mean, if you've put some people on paleo diet. You've eaten a paleo-based diet as well yourself. And we speak about what you yeah. eat for your, for your sport. What's your, what's your observations, good stuff, not so good stuff that you've seen about paleo? I think this is a general guideline about all diets. I don't like when things are put in a box. Yeah. Uh, I like when it's it's quite flexible. I think paleo has some really, really good guidelines that works for most people. Yeah. And that 
we have seen amazing results with with a lot of clients here in the gym. Yeah, yeah. We've had a lot of clients who come to weight loss. We put them on a paleo diet together with a CrossFit or functional training that we do here. And we have seen really, really solid progress, not just from weight loss perspective, but also from feeling better, you know, consuming less crap on the side because they actually yeah. feel full yeah. from a proper meal. Yeah. And that's another thing about processed food. You can just continue to eat and eat and eat and non-stop. eat. Non-stop. Non-stop. Yeah. And it's super high in calories. And, yeah. yeah. But you can just continue to consume it. Whereas, you know, if you have a steak and, you know, a bunch of vegetables. Yeah. You'll stop automatically. You feel pretty full. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things. And, you know, we'll come to that a little bit more when we come to the keto diet. Actually, some people say the paleo diet is incredibly high fat. It's it's higher fat than a processed food diet because processed food diet is more based around sugars. Yeah. But it's not actually super high fat. But it is that fat that makes you feel full. Yeah. Like the, the steak, the fat in the steak, which is good fat, which we like is actually what makes you feel full. So I agree with you there, mate. Like the paleo diet makes people feel full. And it also, and I think this is one of the biggest things, calorie deficit is good to a point. Uh, and the point is, is when actually we can use it to lose weight in the short term. But if we keep putting our body in this starvation mode, yeah. then we just store everything that we put yeah. in. It. And we've seen that a lot like exactly. it happens a lot people that stay in a calorie deficit and people that are just generally not eating enough and then you give them more food to eat and then suddenly they start losing weight because yeah. they're now eating 2000 2500 calories instead of 1100 yeah and so for, which for people sometimes is a little bit counterintuitive because they've always been told you want to lose weight yeah. eat less food but it all spins around yeah. so mate let's jump into let's jump into the second one that we spoke about there yeah. vegetarian and veganism talk to us about that so, vegetarian is someone who lives on a diet of grains, pulses, legumes, nuts, seeds, vegetables, fruits, and those kind of things. And basically, they don't eat any meat or fish or yeah. basic. There's different categories or types of vegetarians <laughs> that we can kind of dig into. And the first one is called lacto-over vegetarians, and they eat both dairy products and eggs. Yeah. And this is typical, the typical kind of vegetarian it's diet. It's pretty common, isn't it, mate? Like a, a lot of people will not eat, uh, will will not eat veget, will not eat animals because yeah. of cruelty. And yeah. I'm very good with that. I, I, I hope that animals don't get treated badly. But then they'll say that the dairy products and the eggs come quite naturally out of the animals, yeah. so they're okay with with some of that. So that's the lacto ovo vegetarians, which. Yeah, there's kind of two sides of it always. Like yeah. either you're on the animal side or you just have read a study on the internet that shows that it's healthier, which yeah. we also need to dig into. Because which we need to talk about. We'll yeah. talk about that later. The second one is just lacto-vegetarians. They eat dairy products but avoid eggs. Yeah. Then there's ovo-vegetarians, which eat eggs but no dairy products at all. Right. And then there's the last step, which is basically vegans. Yeah. And they kind of avoid most of everything yeah. anything that comes from animals basically yeah yeah the thing with that diet is that they will lack some sort of vitamins and supplements they will need to have supplements to yeah. their diet yeah i think that's i think that's what a lot of people find like i, I remember about 18 months ago I, I was having some gut issues myself that i wanted to heal and i was pretty sure that they were they were stemming from eating too much animal fat yeah. or animal products, animal protein. So, so I cut it down. Long story short, I also had some testing done that said get rid of eggs. I didn't eat dairy anyway because dairy is not really in the paleo diet. Well, it's yeah. not, not, not really. It's definitely not. Um, 
And then it's like when I had my crash, I tried to stay on a vegetable-based diet yeah. and not have meat in it, but I was unable to gain that muscle back. Like I was down to 81 kilos, about what you weigh in at. And, uh, <laughs> 89? <laughs> are you 89? 89 you, in the morning, 90 mate, in the You know, I might actually finish these marathons heavier than you. You won't. But Tom is the lightest one in the gym now, so I'm not Tom worried. Walker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just after Hannah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, that's one thing as well, mate, about supplements. The point why I bring that up is I, I went first. I was like, no, like the, the, la- the, the reduction in meat is ha- helping my gut problem. And I just needed the, to give the gut time to rebuild the, the healthy gut bacteria, the gut microbiome. And what was happening is... I was taking a New Zest supplement, which is a protein supplement that we have here at the gym, but I wasn't able to pick up any weight. So I was literally, I, I went from 81 to about 84 kilos quite quickly, and I was eating no end of vegetables, but unable to, to, to grow, unable okay. to put that muscle that I'd lost in my crash back on. So that's a, that's a real life learning yeah. about the fact that sometimes vegans do have to have supplements. And a lot of people, I actually had a conversation with a girl that was running with me this morning. She eats vegan uh, based diet. And she even said, listen, it's really not for everyone. Like a lot of people will go to a vegan based diet because they want weight loss and their energy levels will plummet. This will happen, that will happen. A load of other people will go to a vegan diet or vegetable-based diet, and their energy levels will soar because they're changing up for bad processed food like you were talking about. So it's it's tough, but I generally see in vegetarians and vegans, a lot of the time, it it needs some supplementation, right? We made a list over the most important ones that we see missing, and that's vitamin B12, Vitamin D, omegas, iron, calcium, and zinc. So if you're out there being a vegan, and <laughs> our suggestion is that we add these to your diet, or if you want to experience with being vegan, just watch out for these things. We're yeah. not saying veganism is bad, but yeah. there's just some things that you know scientifically proven that is missing in that diet, yeah. and we definitely recommend these four or five supplements. You definitely, though, if you do follow a vegan diet or a vegetarian diet, you definitely... Oh, it's raining. You definitely don't need to um, write about it on your social media like all day, every day. Like, yeah. that, I don't. Do you think that's necessary or no? But the, you know that I think <laughs> that's the whole problem with co- like putting names for all these diets. Yeah. It's just like a way to separate yourself. Like some people do it just to be different, and yeah. s- instead yeah. of actually just owning it and doing yeah. it, and don't have to tell anyone about it. I, I mean, when mate, I started eating paleo, maybe about maybe out twelve years ago. And I've never thought once that it was a good idea that I uh, said, hi, I'm Marcus, I eat paleo. Like, I, that's not how I introduced myself. But anyway, those of you that follow me on social media will understand the ongoing joke there. But uh, I, I, I do think for a lot of people that a vegetable-based diet or a higher, a higher proportion of vegetables yeah. within your diet is actually super beneficial. And, from and so many standpoints. From so many standpoints. It's cheap. Mate. Vegetables yeah. are generally cheap yeah. here in Dubai. It, I, I wouldn't say they're that cheap, but yeah. generally speaking, a vegetable diet is quite cheap. Yeah, yeah. It's it can be super tasty. I think just people yeah. have have 
been maybe grown up with the wrong impression of vegetables and have only seen them as like a dry broccoli or some boring like yeah. whatever you know or a cucumber tomato but yeah. it can actually be made super nice yeah i mean uh, ratatouille is a great example of a the really months nice that uh the months that i was eating a, a, a veg like a fully plant-based diet holly made some super tasty stuff and the thing is as well as i think that generally we're eating too much animal protein like if you take a steak if you i, I was at a steakhouse the other day and since i reintroduced a lot of meat and and was able to build that muscle back up i would always go about 280 to 200 grams of fish or of steak in a meal and I, I was in a steak restaurant the other day and it's 200 the minimum size of a steak was 250 grams so i think generally we're eating way too much animal protein and that going back to what we said about paleo there before that's what's making us full and we're not getting in the vegetables but as you said mate a lot of we we can all learn a yeah. lot from vegetarianism the one thing that i have to say as well is you're not a vegan as andre said there if you eat dairy products you're not a vegan if you eat eggs so please don't go around and say yeah i eat vegan but i eat eggs and you're not a vegan <laughs> if you're not a vegan seven days a week <laughs> okay that's another thing mate. you can't be vegan five days a week all right you can but don't tell anyone about it but then. <laughs> But, mate, I mean, that, that's, it's hilarious because that's another diet, isn't it? Flexitarianism. That is insane. We spoke about this a few months ago, I think, <laughs> didn't we? It's like, what are you? Oh, well, I'm a flexitarianist. Well, okay, what does that do? Well, you do whatever you want. Okay, so you just like a normal person. You wouldn't yeah. even have to ask. They would be, hey, my name is Marcus. I'm a flexitarian. I'm a flexitarian. <laughs> just straight up. You know, it's literally, it's after any time I sign my name, I just put under it flexitarian. Just anyway. We'll move Let's on. jump on to the next one. The next one is the complete opposite of being a vegan. Yeah. Kick us off. This is carnivore. And whilst, you know, there, there's no real definition although there is a diet out at the moment called the carnivore diet it basically only includes foods that have either walk swum or flu so you know you only you only eat meat and that means restricting all types of carbohydrate and even means that you eliminate plants from your diet so like you said mate the complete opposite i i don't know I don't know. I mean, this is, again, I think this is made up because some studies were done on a group of three people. Yeah. And it's proven that that one person was in that diet felt better than the other two. All uh, Sorry, yeah. three people yeah. in the study. I love that. Okay, I'm just kidding here. <laughs> but I, I feel like this is what ha what's happening nowadays. Like, somebody posts an article of this new diet or this new myth mythology of training, and they've made a study, but basically the study is, is complete bullshit. Yeah. And, and, but... People believe in it because it's it's a study, it. or somebody with a PhD did a study on this, yeah. and, and and is a doctor, and and I, I get it because as a you know maybe you don't know a lot about this area of, of of you know knowledge, and therefore you just if somebody's a doctor and they tell you this is how it is, yeah, you kind of have to believe them almost, yeah. yeah. So be more be really critical with all of these studies that you might read about and absolutely mate i mate sorry before before we move on if you're looking for a podcast related to veganism there is no one to look past than the rich roll show he rams it down to people's throats every single second of the show and i think now he only has vegans on his show 
And it's his story is leveraged to the hills. He was an alcoholic. He was a druggie. But before that, he was actually quite a good athlete. And then he said, I'm going plant-based. It worked for him. And he managed to do a couple of ultras. And, and he's done a couple of impressive things. Not, not loads and doesn't continue to do much that impresses me, quite frankly. Um, and now he's sort of made this. He was spoken about on a big show in, in the States and got famous overnight. And basically, he has... A, he has his own podcast but only speaks to vegans and it's either vegan or no way so that's a podcast for that sorry mate back to carnivore what i what i was what i just was looking up there if you take a and this this is quite interesting and this is why the carnivore diet again will help people to lose weight because it will put you into a calorie deficit you'd only eat meat and if you look at, if we take, for example, a 200 gram tenderloin steak, you're getting around 350 calories from that. So if that's all that you've got on your plate, you've got that steak on your plate, then you're going to be in a calorie deficit. You're going to lose weight. But like you said, mate, with, with vegetarianism, veganism, we could be missing a lot of different things. All those vitamins and minerals that yeah. come from meat at the same time, we could miss a lot of minerals and vitamins that we get from vegetables as well as energy from carbohydrate. I know. I think that's one, one thing that we How didn't... How can you feel great being... I don't like, know. I don't know, mate. <laughs> it's the same as the study. Then there's four reviews on a yeah. website that says Johnny felt great after yeah. being... Like, yeah. But yeah. I would love... The greatest test of all diets is, okay, can you eat this the rest of your life? If the answer is no... Yeah. Yeah. Then don't do it. Exactly, mate. Exactly. And I think, mate, I think you've really nailed something there. Like, ask yourself, do you think this, is it, is it sustainable? And that's, that's what we say when you're, when you're picking fitness. Like, is it sustainable? Yeah. And we have, like, let's take a really cool example on the fitness side. We have people that love to come to the gym, but their house is in Arabian ranches. They work in Abu Dhabi, and we just know it's not sustainable. As soon as they're, as soon as they have a hard day or the traffic's bad, they're just not going to make it. Yeah. So that's why we say to people: pick a gym that's like a little bit convenient for you that you know is sustainable. It's the same with a diet. Like if you were to eat like this for the rest of your life, would you be able to do it? And carnivore. Let's jump into the other one, mate, here, the number four that we've got, the ketogenic diet. Talk us through that. Yeah, we spoke a little bit about that in the beginning, and that is kind of like the, the biggest thing this year, it seems like, but potentially also the biggest fat this year. Um, <laughs> it's basically a low-carb, so. high-fat diet. It's like most of the other diets, reducing carbohydrate and replacing it with fats. Yeah. Quite simple. And... Based this reduction in carbs puts your body into a metabolic state called ketosis. And that's basically where we turn the fat into ketones in the liver, which can supply energy instead of the carbohydrates. Yeah, which cannot happen if you have... And this is, this is the technical side of the keto diet and being in ketosis. If you have too much carbohydrate in your body, that process cannot take place in the liver. No. That's what people... That's the way that scientists are saying that the body works. That's why if you have more than basically 50 grams, I think it's around 50 grams a day of carbohydrate, then you're no longer going to be in a state of ketosis. So the body will no longer give all of your energy from the fat. Because the body prefers to use the carbohydrate. The carbohydrates. Exactly, yeah. So it's, I mean, there's, there are some benefits to it, mate, because we, we, we have, um, we, 
I've seen, and I've seen with people as well that have a lower carb diet. It doesn't necessarily mean a super high fat diet, but there is a lot of impact on our uh, blood sugar levels, insulin sensitivity. Like we, we be, we're able to regulate that a lot better, but that's because we're not putting in a lot of the carbohydrate, which is often sugar, yeah. into the body. So by reducing that carbs and going on a high fat, but the flip side of this is that not everybody has the ability to digest so much fat. Genetics, right? Like your gut your gut health and your gut biochrome, like you mentioned before, like yeah. that that will all play a factor. Like like the best way to do it is to do the full test, blood and yeah. Yeah. um I mean that that's everything. what the, one of the tests that I had done as I said around eighteen months ago and my my results came back that I was my, the enzyme so All of these different compounds, fat, carbohydrate, everything is broken down by different enzymes. Same with lactose intolerance. Lactose intolerance, there's an enzyme called lactase that breaks that lactose down. That's why we have dairy intolerance, lactose intolerance. That enzyme doesn't exist. And the enzyme responsible for breaking down fat was not working optimally in my body. I think I'd eaten too much fat through too much animal protein, which I said before. Now that I've Now that I went through a stage of less animal protein and let lower fat levels in my diet, I can now tolerate it a lot more because that enzyme, I wouldn't say it regrows, but I'm not overloading it. So I'll eat, like I said, 200 gram steak instead of a 500 gram steak. So there is, there is that thing going on that some people, a keto diet will just not work because they cannot digest the fat. And yeah. for some people, mate, and let's jump into it because I know that you eat a decent level of carbs and a lot of them come, a lot of your carbs come from rice. Talk to us about your diet and the way that you can actually, you're using rice as a carbohydrate. Your diet is quite high in carbohydrates and it's working super well for you. Yeah, like especially in CrossFit, it's a glycolytic sport, which means that our main fuel source is the carbs from the diet and The fact that we have to train multiple times a day, and in my case, with with work and everything, there might only be a few hours in between in between sessions. Therefore, I need some carbs that are super easy to digest, something that goes quickly. If I had a high fat diet, yeah, it doesn't really supply well for the demands of the sport. As in a lot of the in this sport, we do a lot of very high intensity stuff. Yeah, and as we know, kind of with the with the graph of when your heart rate is above a certain um, percentage, you'll start using carb as your main fuel source versus fat. Whereas when we look at endurance sports, when you go out for a five-hour run, yeah, then fat is, is the main. Do you per- want my average heart rate for this morning? Yesterday was quite high. Really? Yeah. I'll, um, <laughs> I'll try it. Let's see what it was this morning. So yeah, talk about. But basically, endurance sports versus CrossFit is very different, and especially if you're a CrossFitter that trains multiple times a day, and you need something that can fuel you quickly before, in between, and after. So something that's not too heavy on the gut, you know, something that's easy digestible, and you can get the, the energy quickly from. Four hours, average heart rate one ten. <laughs> and that's that's super low. That's. Yeah. That's in that zone one, zone two. It's a little bit of um, actually what's ha- what's happening, which which is an interesting part of the whole process. Yesterday was actually one oh nine average. Um, what's starting to happen as as part of these all these marathons I'm running is my heart, my the heart, the 
my average heart rate during the runs is dropped by about 20 beats so it averages out around 110 but this is super important what you're saying mate in that you need to call on those easily digestible carbohydrates such as what you get from rice yeah because you're literally like okay well let's talk through the qualifiers you did the other day like what was one of them how long did it last the first one was 14 minutes, the second one was 15 minutes, and the last one was 7 minutes. 7 minutes. So it's all super quick. Like, I'll be, most of my energy is like in an anaerobic state. Like, yeah. I won't be, a, I'll be, a, you're always aerobic, but yeah. like, I won't be, you know, using fat as my fuel here. No. Everything is going quickly. I'm in a sprint stage yeah. almost the whole time. Yeah. And also just from like a gut feeling perspective, yeah. not yeah. just energy, like, you can't have like super heavy foods in your stomach yeah. when you're going to do 100 burpees in whatever, a few minutes. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you need to feel light and quick and good. Yeah, that's it. And, and that's what I felt being on a, on a 100% paleo diet or at least close to that I felt good, but I didn't feel digested prior to my session. Yeah. So either that was just a wrong timing of the meals for me yeah. and I needed to have more time in between but as my schedule didn't allow it, yeah. it also wasn't the proper proper way to do yeah. it. You you don't use so one option could be to use more of liquid nutrition. Yeah, you don't really you don't get on with that at all, huh? No, I the only thing I use I've had, I have like electrolyte hydration drink where there's yeah. a bit of carbs in electrolytes. Yeah, post session, but yeah. that's only because I actually like the taste. But <laughs> and it doesn't make me feel sick. It's 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 a very very you know simple brand with yeah. no artificial colors or anything so yeah, yeah. i definitely i think you should you could give it a try with different things but i believe that most food should be eaten Eat properly yeah. and there's also a lot of benefits you know of the, the process food. of chewing and yeah. enzymes getting released and stuff yeah. like that i mean because that that is one option that people is is available to people if if you if you do want to stay away from like a, a a more traditional carb like rice or something like that, definitely you want to stay away from uh, potatoes and uh, sorry bread and all of that. Actually, potatoes, sweet potato, white potato, or both. White potato is paleo, but not used very often within paleo. But one thing that can be good is is and and can really load you up with carbohydrates quickly is a shake. And this is where, gee, this show could go on forever. This is where the um. The, the thought of detoxing with juices is actually completely counterintuitive because yeah. I could give you a shake that's loaded with spinach, kale, we could put in some avocado, cucumber, and then I could top it up with a load of really fast energy stuff I could put in, probably wouldn't put it all in the same one, but strawberries, mangoes, berries, something like that to give you all of that sugar, that carbohydrate that you could then go again. So after you could do that like almost between sessions, right? Yeah. And this is one of the biggest problems when people go on juice detoxes is that actually having a massively calorie dense and quite carbohydrate rich juice because of all the fruit and vegetables in it massive problem and people actually think that they're that carbohydrates only come from pasta potatoes bread and rice yeah. whereas actually it's coming from all of those all of those vegetables as well exactly. so but what, what what else would you add to your meals i mean you, you so essentially mate reading between it your diet is probably 85 percent paleo just with the addition of rice. Yeah, I have quite a lot of rice. You have a lot of rice, and, yeah. But yeah, I have a quite a special, maybe a special diet to be honest. Like even my dinners, I try to keep them almost 
some nights are quite vegan to be honest really like just super high vegetables yeah no no meat or eggs or anything and just lots of rice or sweet potatoes yeah and we just make a big salad just because i've had so much meat throughout the day and like you said with animal protein it can kind of make you feel a bit just not very good so i like to have the evening where almost contain no meats yeah because i've already consumed so much throughout the day that it's not really necessary and you could always supply that yeah supply it it's a supplement like a protein shake yeah it's a supplement and it can never replace anything yeah yeah like i'm i'm really big on that that's why i don't like to promote shakes or stuff like that because people will see oh this is convenient and now they'll be like oh what if i have just two shakes that that's probably better than a meal then i don't have to make the meal i'll just put two scoops instead of one scoop in yeah but it doesn't work like that. So make sure if you're using shakes or whatever, just it, it can only be a supplement to, to a real diet, a yeah. real food diet. Yeah. And I think I think that's where the place of shakes should be, mate. I think they should be as an an, an additional meal. Some people for convenience could make a, a morning breakfast shake. I know I mean that's what Holly does and, and, and it's a very similar to, to along the lines of what we were talking about there. She she puts in spinach, kale, turmeric, ginger, avocado, cucumber, celery, and then she'll put in a scoop of new zest and it'll be quite a thick shake and she'll have almost a liter of it. Yeah. So she's getting in a lot of good energy and probably if she cared, if she counted, if I figured it out. Probably around 600, 700 calories. But you said in it that there, shake. good calories. Yeah, good calories. And that's, that's key. Like, yeah. You don't always need to count everything. If that shake is only full of good stuff, yeah. then you'll stop worrying. It's The only place where I see this go wrong when people stop worrying is, for example, in paleo diet where they're just like, oh, well, nuts are fine and I'll just yeah. smash a bag of cashew nuts. Yeah. It's like, I've done that. Everything <laughs> needs to be in moderation, right? Yeah. And let's let's talk a little bit about you running thirty marathons. Yeah. How the hell do you supply your body with enough fuel <laughs> in order to not only perform, yeah. but also recover for the next day? Mate, it's I trialed it a little bit before I started, and I've basically been just gauging it on how I performed in each marathon, and 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 this seems to be working. So I'll do like a I'll do like a porridge style breakfast: almond milk, nuts, raisins, cacao, honey. And, and just mix that up. And I would imagine, I haven't even calculated it, calculated it. I would imagine that would have like 300, 400 calories in it. So I'll have that when I wake up, black coffee. Then what I'll do is I'm really, really strict on my runs. I've done exactly the same thing every single, we're 18 now, every single run. So end of the first hour, and literally, mate, I, I'm stupidly anal. Like I won't have it if it's like 59th minute. But if I then look at my watch and it's like 106, I'm like, where's where is it? Where is it? And that is a nut butter. I'll have a sachet of nut butter that I ordered from America. It's called Trail Butter, and that is around I think it's around 180 calories. I just checked it out for just for for interest. Second hour, I'll have either a half or a full uh, one of the coconut rough bars from yep. Smith Street Paleo. Um, the third hour, what I've been doing is I, I then start to dip into, I'll, I'll carry with me a Stroop waffle, which is from Goo. It probably has a little bit, it probably has something in it that's not that great, but I'll have that on the third hour. And then I'll have some, some sugar-based chews with me that also have a little bit of caffeine in. 
And I've only actually used those on about three or four days if I need them in, the, in, in that last hour. Okay. But I'll never miss any of that of the first three hours nutrition because if I do, then I'm going to be playing catch up for the rest of the day. And it's exactly the same with water, mate. I'll have at least 500, if not 750 mils an hour for the first two hours. How do you carry the water? Naked running band. Order online, 15% off, in a fight 15. Oh, goodness. <laughs> no, seriously. Yeah. They can all sit in the bed? Yeah. I, I can carry... It's soft bottles. So I have these soft bottles that I put water in. And there's two 500 mil ones. And they ah, sit in the... Ah, that's why. Yeah, okay. they sit in the soft. band. Okay. Yeah, they're soft ones. So they're just getting smaller and the air comes out of them and you don't even feel them on your body. And I'll fill them up. In the second and third hour, I'll have at least a liter per hour, which is a lot. Oh yeah, a liter of water per hour in the in sorry in the third uh, so first hour and second hour seven hundred and fifty mils third hour into the fourth hour for the last two hours I'll have a um, I'll have at least a liter it's getting hot mate yeah then as soon as I finish I'll have at least and I, I Holly brings uh, seven hundred fifty mils of Volvic to the end seven hundred fifty mil bottles I have three in the bag every day I'll finish them I'll finish two almost immediately. Because when I'm finishing running, I'm out of water. That's I'll make sure I've drunk everything. This is what I'm saying about recovery, mate. I start recovering during the run. So yeah. I'm never trying to get... I'm always trying to avoid a state of dehydration. Three bottles of 750 mils directly, basically, when I finish. So 2.2 liters of water <laughs> within 40 minutes of finishing. Two straight away and one just sipping on the way home. Get home... Big omelette, five eggs, and I'll put some bacon in it or something like that with some herbs. Uh, then I'll have either Smith Street Paleo waffles or pancakes. Yeah. That takes me to about 10, 30, 11. I'll then, this is another part of the recovery process, but about 40 minutes to an hour in, in the bath. Yeah. 12.30, I'll have another Smith Street Paleo meal. 3 o'clock, I'll have another Smith Street Paleo meal. And then in the evening, I'll have Holly or Cook, and it's it's a similar similar application. And that's that's it, really, mate. I'll I'll have I've I I would say to be totally honest, we're 18 days in. I think on five days or four days, I've had rice. Um, just I don't really I just fancied it. Mm. <laughs> like okay. there's no real there's no real re- rhyme or reason. Cheat meal. Yeah, I guess like <laughs> cheap meal, I guess what it, you know. Um, but, and then I, after some of the meals, like I'll have a Smith Street Paleo dessert as well. So literally, mate, it's 95 or 98% paleo. paleo and Smith Street Paleo food. Like you ask the girls at the front desk, I send them my order every night and they'll have it. I had pulled chicken for lunch today and I'll have shepherd's pie this afternoon. Bang. And Holly's cooking something. No, I'm cooking uh, lamb chops tonight, oh. which I'll have with white potato and with salad. Okay. So it's uh, honestly that's the question that I get asked a lot, like how many calories are you actually eating, and I genuinely don't know. But that was what I started out from day one, and I've never felt, I've never felt with like empty of energy. Do you think the message is eat until you're full and you'll be fine? I think so, and I think, mate, it's <laughs> what I'm doing is very repetitive. So it's day after day. You know, so I, I'm, I have I have ups and downs like mm. in my energy levels and stuff. But generally, it's been quite good, and it's just what feels right in in my stomach. I never feel too full, and I never feel hungry, and I don't 
some some mornings when I wake up, I don't feel like eating, and sometimes after an hour of running, I don't feel like eating. But because I've been strict with it, I've put it in. I'm doing the same routine every day. I'm running at the same speed, the same intensity every day. So it's kind of the variables that they're not changing that much and I, I think yeah i think you're right man i think there's you know someone could say oh we could do a calculation in crossfit you're burning this much you need this much and but sometimes your training is super intense on a day and you'll just fancy another meal so yeah. what do you do yeah you gotta listen to your body you, you just have one yeah. you know so i yeah i mean that's that's what it is mate i haven't as i said i haven't lost any weight so far so we'll we kind of see. I've got yeah. 12 days to go and touch wood, I'm not as skinny as you, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> but, mate, I think, I think that's it. I think, we, I think we've wrapped it up there. I think yeah. what, what we should definitely finish up with is, 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 is that, you know, we want people to eat food that's, that's natural. Yeah. You know, that grows, that, that is, if it's an animal, that it's been killed in the right way, et cetera, et cetera. And, and all, of these, all of these diets are just somehow creating calorie deficit or just creating a way to control the amount of food you put into your body. But uh, I'm sure next year there'll be something else. Vegetarian, vegan last year, keto this year. You know, find, find your way of doing it. You know, that's, that's kind of the mission with this, this podcast today was to yeah. kind of outline, you know, the biggest players of diets out there and, you know, make them super simple for you guys to understand. And then you can play around with different principles because yeah. the story is we're all different. Yeah. And we all respond different to different foods. Figure out what works best for you and then take it from there. And do it. And, and I like what you said earlier, mate. Sustainability, I think, is something that I really want people to take away from this show. Like, figure out what's sustainable. Because if it's a real pain in the butt, you're just not going to do it in the long term. Yes, there has to be a little bit of hard work to make things happen, but it has to fit in with what's going on. So, there we go. That's cool. it. That was podcast 474. What is the right diet? If you have any questions or issues just ask Andre no mailers winning <laughs> at innerfight.com we'd love to hear from you guys until next time take care take care